This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Welcome back to the Uinta Basement, episode 73. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming to you from the armpit of Utah, the Uinta Basin. And I'm bringing you a special guest tonight, homegrown from Uinta Basin. A coach, a ref, a DJ, a sports commentator, and a shit stir, Mr. Mark Winterton. Shit stir. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> we'll give you some applause. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Why do you have to refer to us as the armpit? Uh, because if you look at Utah, we are kind of sitting in the armpit. Kind of in the armpit if it was a human being? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why uh, <laughs> I brought you on because you're a basic native. You know, I mean, uh, you've been here your whole life. I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. Left left for, uh, I guess, college and, and whatnot, chasing uh, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody gets I out of this I decided the dream was back here in the basin, so I came back. That's why I call it the armpit. Or the basement. <laughs> i got to go home to mom's basement, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? When I came back here, um, it was during um, housing shortage. So oh. I did live in mom and dad's basement until I got my house built. So <laughs> That's good. And you're out in Ioka? Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, pretty land. Pretty land. I, I I started out in Roosevelt until I lived there ten years, and then bought this piece of property out here. I got two and a half acres, moved out here in Ballard. I, I well, it's it. nice because you're close to town. Yeah, it, but you're it, close to Vernal. Like it's kind of a perfect if you if you want to pee in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. So true. I do that every day. Uh, so how do you fit? All this stuff, coaching and roughing and all that. Well, I don't coach much anymore just because coaching does Tiger take... Tiger League, right? Yeah, but I, I only do that a little bit here and there. Okay. And that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And so I do help with the Tiger League program in wrestling. That's awesome. Because it's only a month long. And, yeah. <laughs> and we don't do it every night. And it's not, you know... Once a week and now yeah, it's, it's a couple times and then we get the yeah the tournaments. And, and I never even actually helped with the tournaments I because... I'm busy with all the other stuff. I'm a new dad, too. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> try doing that starting all over again at 40 yeah i'm a new grandpa so i mean <laughs> this is about the same thing you could have send the kid home though at night right <laughs> yeah but uh different feel from having your own kids having grandkids it's like damn this one's got my heart that's <laughs> true <laughs> totally different but uh yeah it takes a lot of support you know um from the community and, and whatnot and my hat's off to you for what you do out here well i i love i love sports and i love to see i think probably coaching coaching's definitely what got me involved in the sports i guess mm-hmm. i i i had the opportunity to see kids progress and you just build a bond with the kids at that yeah. point, yeah. right? But then my job didn't allow me to coach anymore. And so from that point, I decided to start refing. Uh, and we're talking wrestling. Wrestling's yeah. probably the big the big sport. I mean, I love football. It's huge, yeah. And football, that's, I'm involved with um, broadcasting. Mm-hmm. So I broadcast for KSL on, for it's football KSL. games. KSL? Yeah, out on really? the Wasatch Front. That's awesome. But uh, but with wrestling, I wanted to still be involved in the wrestling community because the wrestling community, it's like, you know, you go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you're at. You run into a wrestler. You know they're a wrestler, and, all, and automatically you're family. Yeah. So, it's it's and it's a large community because I know somebody, he wrestled or whatever, uh-huh. and he knows a coach, and, and so you all become, and, and it's here in the basement. The basin. I almost said the basement. <laughs> See, that's how Here it works. Here in the basement, right? I ruined everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Here in the basin, it's the same thing. It's I'll yeah. ref these kids, and then I run into them out in the real world, and uh, we immediately have a friendship because whether I ref them, coached them, or whatever, we have that connection yeah. in wrestling. So, I grew up with uh, Tom Meacham and Sam Meacham. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, we were like brothers growing up, you know, out there in Pleasant Valley, you know, I mean, it was a, a good nature and I actually learned quite a bit from them, you know, and, and, and the guys that I work with, we work with a lot of wrestlers that were in high school and they've succeeded really well because the, the one-on-one, you know, I mean, uh, team players are pretty good, but the one-on-one seemed to go a little bit further. So wrestling well, that work ethic. Good. Yeah. I mean, Sam and Tom were great wrestlers. Yes. Um, Tom went and wrestled in college. Oh, yeah. I went and watched him a few times. Oh, did you in college? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah he, so He actually beat Kel Sanderson. In in high school? Yep. I saw that. <laughs> Were you at that match? I <laughs> no, was, I wasn't, but I remember hearing yeah, about it. It was a phenomenal match. That's and, unreal. Points, right? Yeah, it came down to points. And I want to say it was just one to zero, but I could be wrong. That's unreal, man. But, uh, yeah, phenomenal match. And, and, of course, everyone, if you know wrestling, you know Kale. Yeah. Is he so. still Aldemont's coach? Okay, so Kale's at Penn State. Okay. Making big bucks. Nice. And Penn State uh I can't I can't remember exactly. Don't 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 quote no, me no, on anything. You're good, you're good. But as far as That's titles, how put a disclaimer. Penn, Penn State's <laughs> Penn State, I would say, is the number one program in uh in NCAA right now. That's unreal. And it's I mean, I would credit Kel Sanderson. Now his dad, Steve, was at Altamont. Okay, all and right. then his brother Cole was also at Altamont, uh-huh. but they've both um, left. Steve retired, mm-hmm. and Cole was offered the job at South Summit up in Camas. Okay, um, I'm so I'm sure he's teaching, but then he's also the head coach at uh, at South at South Summit. So, mm-hmm. 
And then Cody, I'm not sure where Cody, his other brother, is. But they're all in coaching pretty much. Wow. Well, and then Kyler is running the Sanderson. Um, it's a it's a little league program. Okay. And uh, what is it Kinda called? Like I think it's league, just huh? it's the Sanderson Wrestling Club. It's bigger, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all your junior high kids. It's a it's a wrestling club, and so they compete during the the winter time um, in the junior high level. All right. So he prepares kids, and a lot of his kids go on and become state placers, well, state champions in yeah. in uh, high school. Nice. So, but they come from all over. You know, he he attracts kids from clear up in Logan all the way down south, probably in the Utah Valley area. Wow, that so, takes a lot of dedication. Man. <laughs> but there, there's uh, and again, there's there's uh, wrestling programs all up through the Wasatch Front. Yeah. So, but as far as me. Well, what's nice is, so my real job, of course, is insurance. You didn't uh-huh. even mention that. And and doing insurance. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you were still with it yeah. or not. Or yeah, no. so I've been I've been selling insurance. I think it's uh, almost 12, what is it? I've been doing it since 2011. So okay. going 11 years. Mm-hmm. Going on 11. Well, yeah, I'll finish up my 11th year, right? Yeah. And I love doing insurance, um, partially because I get to communicate. I get to see so many different people. Yeah. But then also I do have... Um, control of my time. Oh, I gotcha. Which I can throw in, you know, refing Friday and Saturday, and uh, or kind of whatever. Yeah. So head to Hawaii, things like that. No, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that still costs money, right? So you yeah, just, I still have to come up with that money. But um, but then I, I broadcast. I broadcast for KSL, like I was mentioned. That's so awesome. during so during football season, I'm broadcasting. Uh, every Friday out on the Wasatch Front. And, okay. And then I go into, of course, wrestling season, and I'm refing, and then occasionally I will um, broadcast a, a game for Strata locally. Okay. And then in baseball season, I, I broadcast for Strata. So you don't have any affiliation with the local radio stations here anymore? Uh, no, I will. So I do um, Steve Evans with uh, Evans Family Media. Uh-huh. That's uh, And that's your 105.5, 104.5, 98.5, mm-hmm. those three stations. I do ads for them from okay. time to time. That's cool. So I still do ads. Um, I was doing a show there for a little bit. Uh, they changed the time of the show, and then I just... It's time again, right? <laughs> Trying to juggle time and everything. You don't want to be up at four o'clock in the morning running to the radio station. Yeah, right? no, I, I just I'm unable to literally get over there. running to the radio station with yeah. Mark. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love that part of it. Yeah. And so, of course, when you ask me to come on, I'm like, heck yeah! It gives me an opportunity <laughs> to go in and you know, heck yeah! Do I'm some, glad to have you out here. This is awesome. Some fun podcasting. Fun podcasting. Uh, yeah, we're probably a little bit. Uh, Basin satire, <laughs> the stuff that we all love but we hate, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. I I remember you posting uh, things that you were doing with your backyard, and this would have been a few years ago. Uh-huh. And you were you were putting in different stuff. Maybe it was during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you probably had a lot of honeydews, right? I, I did, and I was working in eight and six at the time. So you get six days off, you're like, what am I going to do today? Right. <laughs> but those are things that we love around the basin. We're out in the country, and so you've set up your backyard. Of course, you're kind of in the country, but it is your own, um, what's the what's the word I'm thinking of? Your own sanctuary. piece of heaven, your yeah. sanctuary. Yeah, it's my yeah. sanctuary. So Look at me, I have big words. 
<laughs> I know. I can't even think of those words anymore. I feel like I got old. Maybe it's, I, oh, I could blame it on COVID. Yeah, there I you go. I got COVID brain. COVID brain. We took a, a trip with Brent Philstead this year. And, uh, you did? Uh, we all got COVID in Mexico. <laughs> so <laughs> On his trip. And we had to buy our way back in. <laughs> so you could, and you tested positive down there? Yeah. Twice. So what happened with that? And have you already talked about it on the show? I have. I have. And, and I could bring it up to you because you, you're not familiar with it. Uh, um, we went down, and I mean, it was like E.T. I mean, they have all these suits on and everything, and they're they're going to throw a swab down your uh, in your nostril. When did you go? Because I went a year ago down January, the- just 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 now January. Yeah, and so we did really fine. We had a good time, and we had maybe a symptom of hey, I've had some salt water in my lungs last right. night because we were we were swimming in salt water, you know, and. The next day, they're, they're like, all right, let's test to go back to the airport. And they test us, and the guy's like, yeah, you're positive. I was like, uh-oh, now what? And, and Brett and Marsh are like, well, we got the hotel for you for another five days. It's $100 a night, and you could stay here. It's really nice. It was actually a way nice place in, in Mexico. Was it a uh, was it a, um, all-inclusive? No, they had breakfast for us. Oh, okay. And there was a subway next door. And, okay. We were kind of quarantined while we were there, and it was like, I've never been through this. You know what I mean? But in Mexico, they didn't care as long as you wore your mask. Uh-huh. You know? So, all right. We go in. We go um, grab some subway. We go back to our room. We're sitting in our room for two days, and my wife's like, I'm going to pout for one more day. Tomorrow, we're going to the pharmacy. We started heading up the pharmacy, and we uh, were with a, another group of people from Duchesne, and they're like, Hey, if you go to this pharmacy, tell them that you want a negative test. <laughs> and I was like, does that work? Because we were all looking for it. And, I mean, Brent was ecstatic. He's like, I don't want you doing this stuff. This is like street work. <laughs> we all got out of Mexico for 75 bucks a piece. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, the thing is, is you go to the airline and they're like, let's see your test. They look at it and they're like, okay, you won't have to show this at security or anything. You're like, I'm right. It's just the airlines this was a joke right and so yeah we flew in and we kept our heads down low for a few weeks and i was like wow it is what it is i'm home (laughs) oh yeah once you get home it's like (laughs) i'm back home did i bribe somebody in mexico (laughs) yes i did 150 bucks got me out of there and i figured it was a money-making deal because those tests were on every corner (laughs) (laughs) when they see the tourists coming they're like Let's get him. Let's let's go test them. Let's get I can give you a negative test for uh, fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, but they they actually when they swab you, I think they can test you and see if you're pregnant or not. <laughs> see, <laughs> through your nose. Oh yeah, they didn't even go like they barely touched the outer. Like wow. when I got tested, I got tested in the airport in Cancun. Oh, you did? Uh huh. So we just had this piece of paper that somebody else took for us. <laughs> we had we had set up the appointment at the uh, at the hotel, mm-hmm. and our concierge or whatever failed to actually make the appointment wow. for us. So when we went, they're like, "We don't have an appointment for you." 
I'm, I wanted to wring that guy's neck. I'm like, that guy, all he was trying to do was uh, sell us on other stuff. And then he disregarded you need, you need everything else. I didn't come in here for that, but I mean, we're here. He disregarded <laughs> He disregarded anything else. So so anyways, we got tested in the airport, and, and she barely even, she just, a little bit. Yeah, the second test, it was a lot easier than the first one. The first one, I think he, he reached clear. You're like, I oh, think man. you've punctured something. <laughs> and my wife, she was about ready to punch him in the face. And she's like, you do it again, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I, I just, I always pull back so that they barely, like, nope, you're not going too deep. Come on. Oh. I didn't think they made Q-tips that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sewer stink there. Oh, man. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, so we went. To, so did you guys just hang out in Cancun? No, we did the Brent, uh, the whole Yucatan. Oh, you did? Yeah. Cool. So we went and seen all the ruins, and, and it was a great time. We had a wonderful time. So that was, that, my, that was my third time down there. And, of course, they always were asking about the mask and get, get your mask up, and I'd be like, I, I was having an asthma issue at that time. Oh, gotcha. So I couldn't even breathe. I was constantly coughing. I got I'm, sick of wearing it. Oh, I I was constantly coughing, so I I would put my mask on because I'm like everyone's just gonna think I've got COVID here, but thousands and thousands of people, you know, and I mean they were all wearing their masks, and then it was us. I think we took it down there. I, Marshall, I think was sick before we went, so <laughs> we had a great time though. It was a good time, and I always enjoy Brent. That was know, just the, in January though, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we've gone twice since we went to belize with so other other countries are still that's what i'm wondering you know i'm ready to go out and get on a cruise but cruises still require you to be jabbed yeah so um i talked to alicia from the hard talks yesterday and she's down in cancun right now and she's like no mandates on the plane as soon as you get to the airport you got to put your mask on and in the airport yeah and then when you get to the resorts it's like you can take it back off so they're more strict Within the tourist areas, put your mask on, and then after that, they're pretty good. Because, I mean, let's be honest. What does the mask do? Um, if I was insulating, I would be restricting dust particles. Correct. So I'm completely over this COVID stuff, to be honest with you. I've, oh, yeah. I've had it, and I've had tonsillitis that was worse. But I've had a cold that was worse. <laughs> So, <laughs> but I'm over it, and I think social media did their part. And I'm not going to get real political on it, but I mean, it, it's it's done. I don't even get worked up about it anymore. It's like I did my vaccinations, I did all that stuff just to stay on top of being a good citizen, and I'm done. Yeah. So <laughs> it's time to live your life now, right? We're back going. Hell uh, yeah! It's. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're back to normalcy. It seems like they try, keep trying to push something on us, though. Yeah, we got another strain coming out, and I was like, whatever. I'm done. I boosted. I did everything. I went to the doctor and got a DOT physical, and they're like, you got your booster? I was like, give it to me. Let's get it over with. I'm sick of this. But you don't need to. You, you didn't need to, did you? No, I did it, though. I, <laughs> I did everything. Like, yeah, it was a mandatory. Shoot me up. Yeah. <laughs> give me another shot and i think i got sicker off of those shots than i did when i got COVID. right that's what i hear <laughs> it was a drag but it, you know i mean i didn't care if somebody got it or somebody didn't get it so and the only thing i did have some respect was like ute plaza i was working on leland bench and i'd come across there they had a a guy that would enforce the mass when you walked in the door mm-hmm. and when you went in there 
everybody's mellow. The tribe, they have their own way of handling things. I respected that. Yeah. So I threw my mask on and went. And I, and I respect that as a business. If a business is asking you to do something, well, that's their business. If I'm going to I'm mm-hmm. going to shop there or it's do business with private. them. It's owner. Yeah. yeah. Do what they ask or don't shop there. Yeah. It's straight up. So very true. It's like wearing your underwear every day. <laughs> <laughs> some people do and some people don't, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure the... Uh, <laughs> I businesses are right requiring <laughs> i got mine on right now just to let you know <laughs> i got your water there if you need it thank you um so with the basin becoming world famous what do you think about this new skinwalker ranch program on tv oh. <laughs> and i know you're related so yeah <laughs> so tom's my uh of course it's he's ron's boy yeah and so ron's my first cousin but then also caleb uh-huh uh, bench okay who works there he is married to tom's sister all right so i mean that's family right there pretty much and so that i i watch for that i mean i work out with i used to work out with caleb okay um and i know tom i mean he basically grew up across the street from me okay and so it's it's <laughs> it's kind of fun just to watch it just to well that's what i'm getting at it i'm i'm not a a huge believer um it could happen i haven't seen anything myself and that's what other podcasters have been talking to me they're like dude you're by the skinwalker ranch i was like yeah but i don't see anything i mean you're really close to skinwalker ranch we (laughs) we can walk there yeah uh carnage tonight when you you ride your bike over there it's like on the outskirts of it Yeah. yeah yeah whenever i run carnage i'll see which if you're listening to this, Carnage is a trail. Yeah, it's, it's a bike right trail. near your house, mm-hmm. and it's a yeah, it's a bike trail. But I run it. Yeah, and, and the it's path- a shooting range, bike trail, a methamphetamine uh, hangout. And I have never seen. I have when I used. I've to bike seen the a shooters, <laughs> but I've never seen I the pulled meth. up there and you're like that blazer man. It does not look <laughs> familiar, and you're riding the rim over there. <laughs> the, the mattress I saw. Yeah, that's right. Didn't right concern me. <laughs> i've seen people on that mattress <laughs> okay that okay so when i had my eight and six i'd get up seven o'clock in the morning daylight you know i mean and start riding it was great you know i mean oh, yeah. you get your day in you feel good about yourself and and so but you see a lot of weird people out there that's a good bike trail it's a great bike trail i mean you have to be experienced though running yeah. it yeah obviously it's a great it's and i the reason why I like to run that trail is because of the strength it does for my ankles. Okay. Anyways, but it's about a five mile loop. Anyways, yeah, it just loops around, and on that far side, mm-hmm. you're you're just a stone's throw away from uh, Skinwalker. Yeah. So do you uh, stay on the original trail, or do you hit all the little branches off of it? Sometimes I'll hit some of the uh, side ones. Uh-huh. I know my shortcuts. I mean, oh, yeah. I've ran. The I've thing. got shortcuts too. There. Yeah, I, I've ran it so many times that. Yeah, it, that's cool. I, I have my the original trail, and I know, and I run it, and it's five miles, uh-huh. right? Five miles exactly. Four. I got four on my trail, but that, that's you know, I mean, I, oh. I GPS to the timer too, but okay. That, and so, and maybe I do a little bit of a different loop. You, you might, you might. So the loop, trails. yeah, the loop that I do is it's five right on as I that's as awesome. I get back to my vehicle, it's five, and so it's perfect. About an hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. Well, it depends on how fast I'm running. Yeah. So, like, if I did it now, it'd probably be an hour and a half. I haven't been there for <laughs> two years. So, since my little asthma deal that I had last spring, mm-hmm. I feel like my lungs are destroyed, and I have a hard time running it. But 
I'm going to go run it tonight. Oh, awesome. And see how it is. I've got to do a, a, is it a virtual 5K? Oh, okay. So I'm just going to time for three miles, and then I'll finish up the the other two. But but uh, I've got to do the virtual, so I'll, whatever, screenshot my yeah 5K, send that in, and then... But I'm not, yeah, definitely not as fast as I used to be. Huh. Well, we're getting older, but you still look good. And I try to stay in shape. I still do CrossFit. That's good. But anyways. Don't you guys have a gym out at your uh, parents' place too? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so my brother um, remodeled the house, uh-huh. and he lives upstairs, and we have my mom in the basement. Okay. And then uh, the gym we've turned into, well, it was the wood shop. We uh-huh. turned into a crossfit gym i guess you could say or any type type of gym that's cool this was supposed we, to be the garden shed so this, <laughs> you turned it into the it's a the basement studio it <laughs> might be a good uh, man cave one of these days it is a good man cave <laughs> so so anyways yeah we call it farm fit that's awesome <laughs> right it's out on the farm heck yeah my uh, work had me sign up for a 401k once yeah that's a hard one a 401k <laughs> Instead of a 5K, I did the 401K. <laughs> Is that like 4.01K? Yeah. So not quite, not quite not three quite miles. Three miles. <laughs> <laughs> but back to Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, so I I guess there is third season out now. I haven't even watched any you of them. You haven't watched My any parents, of them? Dude, they're like, what? This is great. I'm going to wait till it was done and then watch them all. <laughs> and just been watched. So I do wait until the season's done and then I binge watch the season. Mm-hmm. So I just binge watched uh, season two. Okay, and in season two, I'm trying to remember what the weird thing. So they found a serious energy source um, where they, and I, I guess it's, it's underground, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's in the ground, but it's also above. So they they get uh, it's it's like they can power the ener- the ground conducts energy. Like, well, if you put energy into it, yeah, it conducts it very well, but it, but it also has the energy already there, mm-hmm. which could mess up, and, and that's probably the reason why. So, you've never watched it. so I've, I've seen a couple of them, just to be curious on it. So, Caleb is um, the one security guard. Okay. Not, not Dragon. Yeah, not Dragon. That looks like Brandon... Uh... <laughs> Brandon Arnold. Right. He does look like Brandon Arnold, doesn't he? Gets he gets it all the time at work. <laughs> that was my exact thoughts, and I think his name's Brandon. Dragon's name is. Is it? But they're, he says they're not related. And I was like, you guys oh, look no. a lot. No. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like when I saw him, I was like, kind of looks like Brandon Arnold. I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> we tease him at the time. Hey, Dragon. He looks at you. He's like, that's so funny. But so Caleb's phone kind of wigs out, right? And so like it... It does its own thing. Yeah. And whether it's the energy, I don't know. How about those big power uh, poles that are above them? It goes right through there. These great big ones that... The great big ones go right across their property? Oh, yeah. See, that goes... Those same power poles cross my property, though. Okay. Up in Ioka. Yeah, do you guys uh, have orbs and... (laughs) No, I haven't seen any orbs. Me either. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. No, don't touch the fence sometimes. It's <laughs> a little bit... Uh, it, well, it makes it, it makes the barbed wire into a little bit of electric. In fact, they have, uh, they've got uh, copper, copper tubing okay. that connects all of the wires and then goes into the ground. Yeah, it's the cathodic protection. Yeah, I, to, I deal with that on my pipelines at work, yeah. Okay. Because so, wreck the fire and then they divert the power away. I've actually seen it arc off of fences, too. 
Really? Yeah. So we've got a pretty good Moonlight has a substructure out there in South Mighton, and we have pipes go right next to it, and it totally corrodes our pipes if we don't get those rectifiers in. Oh yeah, yeah. It just turns it into a basically a battery. You got your positive and your negatives, uh huh. And so you actually want to change the positive and negatives ions, blah blah blah. So you're putting stuff on it to, <laughs> yeah. to make sure that it doesn't completely yeah. corrode. Um, there's supposed to be some other. I don't know. I know they were doing research on it, and um, there was a study going on. But they were going to bring through some other uh, utilities. Yeah, yeah. We've got actually a man camp right across from our shop out there. Dan Karen's got probably forty acres. Is that where they're coming through? Yeah. Well, the man camp's there, and it's full of rebar right now. So they're doing what I hear um, windmills. Oh, they're doing Which, windmills. Well, no, I think for they're, the basin for the wind. <laughs> from what I've heard, is they're going to bring through another power. Yes, power lines, power grids. Yeah, it's coming through, uh, on and it's top just of that. coming through south of the one they they've already got. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. What I heard, and then the railroad. You know, I mean the railroad. I don't Railroad's know. another thing. Yeah, and that's that's know, cool. That's a go. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you've got ground where the My railroad's dad, going through. My dad does. You're going to be a little frustrated with it. Yeah, he is. And he's like, but, you know, he's in his 70s. He's like, you know, by the time they get it all built, and he won't have to deal with much. Right. So, I don't know. I, I like a little bit of growth. I don't want a huge growth. Like uh, this tourism for the Skinwalker Ranch out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's fun. And if you could find something to... ATV rides. Think off of it, right? The yeah. ATV rides. The, the Blind Frog Ranch has an outpost. Yeah, um, my wife's company actually uh, drills holes for the Blind Frog Ranch out there. Oh. So, yeah. so I've, I've been a part of that a, a few times, watched a few of their episodes. Well, I, was that Leon Ross? Yes. Yeah, Leon Ross was out there. Yeah. Because I, I, I binge-watched their one season. Uh-huh. I actually had um, Dwayne and Chad on um, our That's program awesome. <laughs> when I uh, we would do the, uh, a morning show. And so I talked to both Dwayne and uh, Chad oh. and uh, had a good time. I probably put you in contact with one of them. I could. I don't know how uh, Cody would. Uh, Cody loves that stuff, man. He'd be like, "Yeah, let's feed into that." Mm. And I'm just, I, I tried well, to keep the level. And head. I had no idea what it was about until I started looking into it. And I was huge into you know the the whole Lost Roads mines. I love that. Yeah, and yeah, that's me. And that's exactly what the whole Blind Frog Ranch yeah. is about. Yep. They think they found the Lost Roads mine. Well, they did get into that cavern with all the timbers, and I haven't sat down and watched it. I watched like four episodes, and then I... So I've seen the sec- first season, but I have not seen the second season Okay, on Blind Frog Ranch. I like how they kind of combine it into the Skinwalker, and they're like, oh, we had some mutilations up here of deer last right. night. You're like, right. it's roadkill. <laughs> but, but even Chad told me. He said, you come out at night and you will see something. Yeah. So, I don't know. That is up Farm Creek. It's up, uh, it's up It's up. towards uh, Paradise Lake. It's higher then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's fairly high. So, if, you, if you're heading up to Paradise. Oh, and take the left right there at the creek. Yeah. I know exactly where you're talking. Anyways, it's up there. Yeah. There's a good state section for good hunting right there. Nobody knows about. Now they do. <laughs> it's not I that just, great. I just told everybody. I just told everybody. What am I thinking? Yeah. All of my five listeners. <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> you know, you l- listen to this show to to get uh, good tips on stuff in the basin. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Because we've both been here for enough years, plus our families. Yeah, I I left for four years and and got a sheet metal apprenticeship behind me in Salt Lake, and then came back here as a welder's helper in the yeah. oil field. So I'm surprised you never touched the oil field. I was a welder's helper. Were you? I was nice. for a summer. I, uh, I, I, I came back here after I served an LDS mission. Okay. And then I, I, uh, I went away to college mm-hmm. for a semester and I came back here because getting into your credits, get trying to get your undergraduate credits mm-hmm. is very difficult in Logan. So I came back here and did the USU UNA Basin yeah. and did all of my, you know, your, easy your english courses yeah. those things i did them here and so while i was here i worked for lcl mm-hmm. there with lynn labram okay yeah and uh it was it was uh summer right before i was going back to logan uh-huh i wanted to put away a bunch a big chunk oh and so i went the oil field so down. i went and worked for ned ross okay all right as a, all right. As a welder's helper um, and I worked there with, I was with uh, Bruce Christofferson, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to think who else was there. Anyways, we did a lot of, we just did mostly stuff in Wonset Valley okay. that summer. All right. And I just was putting away a chunk of money before yeah. I went away to My college. My son did the same thing, came back and shoveled oil for a summer to pay for uh, University of Utah. He's like, that was the biggest joke that I've ever done. It, it wasn't a joke for the education. It was just how much money that you fork out. For what you actually were getting. Oh, the edge. You mean college? Yeah. Oh, yeah. College is a big scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like trade work. To be honest with you. Oh, I do too. I think trade work's the best way. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, and I thought I'll start up this way and go from there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, it it put me in contact with a lot of different, I guess, experience. Yeah. Um, I was a broker for a little bit. I traded options on the futures market. Wow. And uh, I decided I wanted to be back in the basin. So I came back here. I started. I um, I came back here through Zion's Bank. Mm-hmm. I got a job with Zion's on their commercial in their commercial okay. department lending, and then I my cousin talked me into selling insurance for him. Nice. And I was like, ah, I feel like a used car salesman, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone needs to have insurance. You're right. And why not have somebody that you can trust? Yeah, it's almost like having a mortuary. You know, I mean, everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> you know, everybody needs tires too. Hollingers have a, a, they're sitting on a gold mine there, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, I noticed they're tearing down, or not tearing down, they parting out uh, Palmer's tires down there. I did hear that they sold. Yeah, Reg retired. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, and I was doing some insurance for him. And so then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> Sell them out. I worked for him when I was 16. He laid me off. <laughs> he did? <laughs> yeah, well, it was, uh, it was, I was 18, actually, because uh, we graduated. And I took a week off for senior, and then my grandpa passed away the next week, so I took that one off, and when I came back, he gave me a pink slip. He's like, uh, you're not working here anymore. Yeah, I never bought tires again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mindy Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, those are those are names. Those are people that have been in this community for a long time. Yes. I mean, you mentioned Mindy. Her parents yeah. own the tire shop. Mindy's now the drama 
yeah. uh, coach, drama uh, teacher at Union. 3A at State. High school. Yeah, they took 3A State in That's drama. Awesome. So it's people leaving and then coming back and putting back into the community. It's a, a nice place to raise a family. It's slow, and everybody doesn't like it because we don't have all the restaurants, the food chains, and all that. But you learn to cook. You learn to enjoy the... But you know what? When you're raising your kids and you say, who's their parents? Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> know them. Yeah. Out in the city, do you think you know who those who their, your, no. their friend's parents are? Let's carpool. No. Let's carpool to work. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but here, like... You're just like, mm, who's their parents? Okay, who's their grandparents? Like, you're going to know somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. And at least you can kind of go, I don't know if I want you hanging out with those kids. Why don't you bring them over and let me meet them first type of thing. <laughs> bring them over to the Mighty Quinn here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Mighty Quinn, I love the song. But uh, you need to listen to a different version. I, I have them. Do you have all the different versions? I When I pull them up, when I'm actually posting on Instagram and... Have you ever heard Goddard? I haven't. G O T T H A R D. All right. It's a it's a Swedish band. Okay. And they're actually one of the best Swedish bands. Um, they've sold the most records in Sweden as far as bands from Sweden. Uh huh. But go listen to them; you'll love them. I'm gonna love it. That's it, great. So they do they do a cover song of Mighty Quinn, and it's probably my favorite. So I've been like the Mighty Quinn. Quinn the Eskimo my whole entire life, uncles and everything. Hey, Quinn the Eskimo, you know, you're like, okay, well, so it's copyrighted, but it's like, you know, I'm just going to roll with it and see what I can do. You know, why not? <laughs> I'm in the basin. It's not Bob like Dylan's not going to roll up right here. Exactly. No, he's not. <laughs> I want my name back. You can't have it. <laughs> the name's been around. The name's been around forever. No, I was going to ask you, uh, you're a headbanger rocker. From the 80s and 90s till now, what do you think of modern rock? Do we have modern rock anymore? So I've listened to some of it, but I don't necessarily... Every now and again, you'll come across a song, but it seems like it's, I don't know, like... A remake? It's a remake, or it's ACDC came out with a new album. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. With with Axl Rose singing? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't... (laughs) That was good, though. I was impressed with that. I don't know. I don't know if there's... You name... What's some modern rock? I don't have any anymore. What do you got? Uh, uh, Volbeat. Volbeat. I love Volbeat. I love Volbeat. That would be my pick for modern rock because I kind of lost it. I almost went to... Well, and Volbeat's Danish. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're a a band from Denmark. Yeah. But amazing. I love their sound. It's got a good sound. I love their sound. And, and theory of a dead man. And theory of a dead man's not bad. Five fig, five finger death punch. And that's yeah. not my thing. You know? I I like some of their stuff. I actually do have some of their stuff in my mm-hmm. playlist. Um, Disturbed. Uh, yeah, but Disturbed. see, Disturbed, I probably my favorite song. They've got they've got one original that I like, but but their other one is just they were the great cover. in the nineties. But they, now it's they did the cover of uh, Silence. Yes, Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence. Yeah, old Simon and Garfunkel. Old Garfunkel. You know, but their version is. See, I grew up through both eras, so killer. I love it. Yeah, it, they did a really good job. Yeah. So uh, there's a few uh, remakes that I've actually enjoyed, uh, you know, over the years, but it seems like lately the ones I dislike are these rock bands remaking Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst, Quinn. The worst. I 
<laughs> She's not that old. The only thing that I can say is when Paul McCartney went on Saturday Night Live. No, it was yeah, it was Saturday Night Live with her, and he started singing her songs. I was like, "She's talented." If Paul McCartney is right in the middle of this, she's talented. She is talented. Yeah, it's the it's these rock bands that remake her songs. They they to me they sound like a little kid rock band. <laughs> See, and I like a little punk music, and they throw some weird <laughs> weird stuff out sometimes. I like, wasn't a Blink One Eighty Two fan. Yeah, I wasn't that at first. Now I don't mind them. Yeah, now I don't I like mind Travis him. Travis Barker. Yeah, other than the. Is well, he's he the, the singer? Drummer. Oh, he's the drummer. But he's with the Kardashian now, which I don't follow that stuff. <laughs> I just know that Travis Barker's with her, and they just got married, and I was like, which Kardashian? Chloe? Chloe. Okay. I think. Is she the youngest? No, Kendall's the youngest, right? Yeah, one of them. Uh, I don't watch him. My mom can tell you all about him. <laughs> I'm not going to sit down and waste my time. I got to watch Skinwalker Ranch by hell. <laughs> right. Right. The only reason why I know any of this is sometimes I'll see it on social media. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, there's things that lies, lies out there. All the lies. All the lies. <laughs> That's why there's the fact checkers. <laughs> exactly. You got any fact checkers fact checking your show? Uh, I've had a few. What? Like, get with it. Benji Ansel. Shout out to Benji out there in Colorado. Down. Denver, Colorado. Is he calling you out? Yeah. He's That's like, not true, Quinn. Was, uh, over, uh, we had a, ho- uh, we had we had somebody on here that uh, actually was telling us that you can't hunt coyotes in Colorado. And I was like, that's not right. And she's like, no, it's right. She argued with me. And I was like, I'm not going to argue. We're just recording and everything. And then when it came down. <laughs> you can't. You can. You can. You can hunt them. Just like I've hunted over there. <laughs> and, and the coyotes are there. You shoot them. You know, I mean, it's legal. It is legal. Yeah, they're okay, predators. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you don't need a thing. You don't hunt. I do hunt, but I've never hunted in Colorado, so I wouldn't know. I've been over and carried people's animals. I've never had a permit over in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, here, like, uh, you can actually go do the test, and then you shoot the coyote, and I think you have to take the head in? Yeah. I don't know if you can do the ears anymore. Got to GPS it. You got to fill out all the stuff. Yeah, it's worth a, like 75 bucks, though. It, pain in the butt though for all the stuff yeah. you have to do and then i don't want to cut the head off of an animal no we took That's the ears disgusting. off once and put them in the ziploc bag and nailed it to a tree <laughs> the next morning it grew <laughs> there's so many bugs and mites oh that's so <laughs> it was bad. like a petri dish that's really <laughs> yes. on the ears on the, the ears thing had a lot of parasites yeah and they were all in that ziploc bag and you're like i'm not killing and saving any of these animals anymore you're bringing it home to your dogs you're bringing it home to your kids even you yeah. know so no they they can light let's out. let's go back to skinwalkers we're talking okay, coyotes yeah, 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 and yeah, stuff yeah. let's go back to skinwalker ranch if you so i used to do foster care uh-huh and 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 i love to do foster care because of the kids you know you see these kids you take them in you're you're trying to give them a place to call home yeah. right um and, and i ended up adopting yeah, four. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> but we we took a lot of uh, kids that were tribal into our mm-hmm. home, um, and so I got to hear some different beliefs. Ideas, yeah. yeah, those were the, those were fun, um, but you see, like like with a coyote, like if you shoot a coyote and there was another coyote with it, you're supposed to shoot both of them. Otherwise, they're going to come back and taunt you right? uh, which we've done countless times yeah. one of them always gets away 
But oh, yeah. I've called five in, and they all got away. <laughs> but did you shoot one of them? We tried. <laughs> oh, see, we've shot one, right? And then one gets away or whatever. So as far as the taunting, I haven't seen that. Maybe. maybe This is back before all the fancy guns came out. We, we actually had to shoot the old rifles, <laughs> the, you know. The, the one I'd shot. A, I'd take a two twenty three and a shotgun with me. And that, that's what you got, you know. I mean, you get out there and you're like, I got four in the chamber or in the magazine right now and, and one in the chamber, I'm ready to go. Now you got the AR-15s and they're boom, boom. You can almost start grouping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Double op buck was my favorite, though. Locks them right up. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as they come in close. <laughs> just, I'm just thinking .30-06, but bolt uh, action. Oh, that's me growing up. I pop, see, that's what I hunt with. Bop, you know. And so it takes you a minute, especially those coyotes. They're fast. I worked with your brother at uh, White Systems. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's how old I am. My older brother. Yep, Mike. Okay. Yeah. 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 He uh, cast bullets, and I was the welder. He actually had brought a caster down to the house, and I cast a bunch of them. Yeah, we had a hand caster. Yeah, so I was casting a bunch, and he, he um, I think I cast for a summer, and he ended up giving me a white systems muzzle loader <coughs> for all the work i did and then he traded me for a shotgun and i still have the shotgun okay i honestly wish i had a muzzle loader. uh doc white has a website still yeah and you can actually still purchase the white yep, systems can and muzzle loaders see i went out with bill mckay and we actually went and tested them did you have them in school old uh they called him rupert i didn't uh, yeah i remember chemistry his, i remember his name yeah my sisters um, had him so we'd go out and test the guns and idiot-proof them. He's like, let's overload them, and then we'll sit over the hill and pull the trigger. I love that job. It was fun. It was not a high-paying job, but it was great. Overload them? So you're putting a little more, what, black powder in? We'd fill the barrels completely full of black what? powder. And then you'd put the, the, you'd jam the, the, the slug in it. Oh, yeah. I had a great time with your brother, but your brother uh, became a Navy SEAL. Um, no, no, he, he was, uh, he was in the Navy. He was in special intelligence. Okay. He, he left right in the middle of, yeah. Yeah. And then he, and then he was in the, in the army. He switched over and was a chief warrant officer in the army. Okay. And, um, he actually just retired. Oh, awesome. Just, he'd been trying to get out for a year. Yeah. Um, he couldn't get out. In fact, one of the reasons why, um, they wouldn't let him out is they told him he needed to take the jab. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and um, and he said, "No, I'm not." Huh. And a lot of and he had a, several guys underneath him that were like, "We don't want to get it." And so he stood strong, but they wouldn't let him retire. And then finally, finally they did. Yeah. But he had a heck of a time getting home, wow. like everything. But he is now retired. Yeah, I haven't seen him since I was 19 years old. Oh, that's yeah, been a long it's time. Been a while. It's been so a while. you were working there with him and uh, Roger, Roger Small, Roger Smalls, and Glenn. Glenn Fulmer. Uh, Fulmer. Glenn was an ass. <laughs> he, you know, I played paintball with him. Yeah, they all went paintball, and I remember. And we used to pay, paintball. I remember his place. Yeah, somebody shot Glenn in the mouth. Because he's always running his mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, if you knew him. I did. See, I was a kid. I was maybe 14. Yeah. But someone shot him, and it went right in his mouth. And I just remember him bent over, spitting, and... <laughs> Just, just he, spitting all the Ronnie paintball. Alexander worked with us. And, okay. Uh, man. I knew Ronnie. Cody Rasmussen. I know Jared Cody. Hurley. Jared Hurley. Yeah. Those were the summer. Well, they weren't the summer. They were the after school. See, help. they were all a year older than me in school, so I knew them pretty good. Jeremy Johnson. 
Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy's two years older than me. Yeah, he's a year younger than me. So, yeah, we had a few of them there. I'm a year older than Steve. Okay. Yeah. I think you guys were freshmen. So you were a senior when I was a freshman, yeah. The year we won state in football. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I left school um, my junior year to do – I skipped my finals in Woodshop, and I got an F because I skipped my finals. I had great projects. I mean, I'd build a bar and all this stuff. But (laughs) What would be your finals in Woodshop? They had them that year, and they were mandatory. And I was like, you had to go and like test, like paper test. Yeah, paper test. And I skipped out, and I was like, they're not going to fail me. And they did. They failed me, and my parents would stick who, up for who me. Who was your that. woodshop teacher, Mister Lund? Oh, I remember the name. Yeah, he failed me, and then I, uh, I didn't play my senior year, and I still kicked myself in the ass for that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the year. That was the year. I did watch the game though. I went out there. Yeah, I was out there. I was bombed. <laughs> And you grew up in Mighton. Yeah, eight miles east of Mighton on the river. Okay. So back yeah. towards almost for Independence. Yeah. 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 All right. So, so where the bridge is and stuff like that. Just you were just sitting you were just sitting south of uh of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. So we, we're talking Skinwalker we, we had Ranch. Johnny Coral's cabin out there. <laughs> well and and my um my ex wife, uh huh, she used to be friends with uh one of the Sherman boys. So okay. she used to actually go over there, and she'd talk about the locks on the doors and stuff. Now, Niall across the street here married one of the Shermans. Oh. Have you had him on? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> like a good neighbor, stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least bring her on then. I yeah, I think she's a school teacher or something like that. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't try to pry into the neighbors' but she lives. Could, she could probably give you some pretty good stories. Because yeah. again, like 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 you, I haven't experienced any phenomena. No, me either. <clears throat> yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, I have a brother in law that's native, and he. Uh, we went swimming in Bruff, and it was at night, and there was all this moss, and it was the middle of July. He's like. Those damn, uh, uh, what are water, they called? Water, water babies is going to get you. And I was like, what? He's like, you can hear them out there. And I was like, I don't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's your imagination, yeah, man. Just leave you alone. Mom and dad giving you stories to keep you away from the water as a kid. Exactly. That's uh, a lot of urban legends are like that. It's just so you didn't leave the house at night. <laughs> well, so like um, some of the other ones that I heard about is uh, um, there was a girl that we a foster daughter we had and she talked about the owls oh yeah yeah i remember and if you see one it means somebody's gonna die yeah and um and i told her i'm like oh man this one owl had babies and they are if you've ever seen baby owls they're awesome oh they're the cutest bird they are the cutest little things the baby the heads just sticking out they look like a stuffed animal yeah and so there were like five of them in this tree and I told her about them and she wanted to see them, but then she was kind of scared to see them. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, you should come see them. They're pretty cute. Yeah. Anyways. And she's like, um, maybe <laughs> I got one in the fall that hangs out here. And when I'm in the hot tub, he talks to me and then he's got an old cottonwood tree out here. Mm. And my son-in-law, he was afraid of that stuff. And I was like, nah, they're the neatest thing in the world, man. You just can't look too deep into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jared Hurley, when we were working for White Systems, put uh, the OKK, Al Killer's Clan. It was a gang that they started. I remember that. <laughs> the OKK. And he's like, we kill every owl we see. And I was like, 
Do you see many of them? I mean, because <laughs> they're usually in the barns and stuff like that. They're big. Owls, owls I had one swoop down. I, but I again, I have one that lives not too far from my house. Mm-hmm. And um, as I turned down my road, I remember him swooping in front of my car one time. Yeah. And I, I was blown away at how big their wingspan is. Wow. So, but he was a big. Was a, I'm I'm pretty sure female. I think I looked it up. The female are actually big, bigger. Really? Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. We have the great horned owl. We got a burrowing owl out here. A burrowing owl? Do they actually burrow in the ground? Yeah, they do, and they're protected out in the oil field. If you you see these burrowing owls, it's they shut the whole facilities down and everything that's huh. going on. So, it's something that we have to keep an eye out for. But I had no idea they were even out there. Um, only thing I saw out in the oil field, well, let's see, besides the uh, antelope, there's was a, lots I saw a big old rattlesnake. Yeah. And he was, uh, banging his, uh, his rattle against the inside of a insulated tank. So it was kind of the insulation, the tin had come away from the tank a little uh-huh. bit and he was in there and he was just smacking the tin. Oh yeah. And I was like, what is that noise? And they, they blend and in. I, I saw him. And it's because I didn't know what it was, and I was a little close to him. It scared me. I jumped away, and I went and mentioned it to one of the guys I was working with, and he he come over with a shovel. But we couldn't. He tried to kill him. He couldn't get him. That thing went clear up in the insulation of that tank. Have you noticed that uh, we actually have brought in different kinds of species here into the basin since you've been a kid? Like uh, we didn't have crows when I was a kid. We didn't. No. And like quail. We didn't have quail on the river bottom. Now they're all over. And, and huh. they planted turkeys when I was about 13. Well, you know, raccoons aren't native no. to the United States. Yeah, they were they, brought in. They they came over on the boats back in the 1700s or whatever. I've seen a weasel here uh, from them bringing pipe in from mm. in other places. It came out of the inside of the pipe, and you're like, what the hell is that? You what's, know? The, what's the uh, animal they make? Co- uh, coats out of mink mink yeah there's mink there's mink farms up in logan in logan yeah and so you'll and those things will get away yeah, and my so wife you'll had see family mink. that did it for a little while kind of they said it's kind of inhumane <laughs> i've heard that i I'd heard i've it. never I don't know. really wanted fur for myself it's like oh yeah that's a nice fur coat no nah, i don't <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd feel a dead a dead body against my skin. Just see, it doesn't. I could see feeling a buffalo hide or something like that that you tanned. It's like check this out, right? But I'm not going to wear it, no, right? or sleep with it at night or anything like that. Oh man, we've been we've evolved way too much. You're like, that's what they used to have too. Well, there's people's. Well, I mean, I know several people. You walk into their uh, front room their office uh-huh. and it's completely surrounded with heads yeah, heads of from africa to wherever yeah i'm thinking about doing a few of them in here but what a decoration <laughs> that we've come to as people yeah i was hanging them in the house and i've taken them all down now i'm not huge into it i never have uh, been but we had a lion up on it was my uh, sister-in-law's for a little while and then i was like i don't want that sucker up mountain there. lion yeah it was pretty cool it was a rug you know, I mean, we had it, and, and her husband wouldn't let her put it on the wall. See, that's one you donate to uh, the high school, since their mascot's the cougar. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or give it to the cougar down the down the road. Yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> you know her name. I your, don't know her name. You need this for your front yard. <laughs> 
that's great. Um, do you still have uh, your band? So we performed for three summers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a lot of work, by the way. Yeah. Like you put a lot of work into it. And we were trying to branch out. I was trying to get into like the Wasatch County Fair. Um, and stuff like that's tough. It's like, it's like, dude, let us come perform. And getting into any of those places is pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and we probably would still be playing, but last summer, our one guitarist left us, mm-hmm. um, said he was too busy, and the other guitarist was in an accident. Yeah. And I don't think he's really playing much. And so we okay. don't have a, So we're without a guitarist. So, so no. One. The answer is no. And no one probably will rock your world if you were around. He's in a band. He's in two bands right now. He's mm. in Life Has a Way, and they're out of Salt Lake. They play Liquid Joe's. Okay. And they play uh, all the nightclubs down there. So I was going to, I had talked to um, um, Neil with Royal Bliss. Mm-hmm. See, and they play at the, the, at the Royal. The Royal. Yeah. I had talked with Neil, and Neil actually was going to let us come play. They sold it. Did he sell it? Yeah. This this would have been a this would have been probably two years ago. Yeah. And I kind of had just touched base with him and so but see my son in law goes out probably every other weekend and practices with the band in Salt Lake and then comes here. You know But it's it again, it's tough. Like all the time that I'm already devoting to all these other places. Oh agreed. It's uh you have to start choosing where you're gonna spend your time. Yeah. So the band was one of those things I just said, well, we don't have a guitarist at the moment. I'm going to let it go by the wayside at the moment. Yeah. So we could always bring it back at some point, but well, that's cool for the time being. I mean, and do you know my drummer? I don't. Lance. Lance Richens, second and unsound. Uh-huh. He does most of the different events. He does the powwow. He does. Oh, cool. Um, he's done July 4th at both Vernal and Roosevelt. I know he'll be doing um, Roosevelt's July 4th this year. Anyways, he's the he's our drummer. Okay. And a phenomenal drummer. And that's cool. I mean the thing is is if we if we wanted to, yeah, it'd be something maybe in the future we'd bring back. I love it. I enjoy it. Oh, my son-in-law loves it. That's Pat. he's gifted. Very gifted at it. Uh, he's a guitar player. Yeah, he Does plays he bass. sing at all? Yes. Does some backup or? Um, no, he's actually done some on his own. He uh, oh. um, he does a lot of punk music, but uh, this band that he's in right now is a, a metal band. Mm. That that's the one thing I don't think I could ever would be metal. Dude, he could play Van Halen like you wouldn't believe. Van Halen, we we did. Yeah. We did some Van Halen songs. That's his favorite. Well, I guess have you seen us perform? Mm, I did, might have. Did you ever? See- I don't know if I have. If you could play nightclubs, no, I don't really hang out. No, we did it. Well, we did a couple of. Uh, we played a couple of bars. We played. He's done UBIC. Brian has. Okay, we played um, at UBIC one year. We were kind of like the after party. So was he? Okay. Yeah. So um, they got a good connection with Chad Mortensen, mm. and uh, he's a friend of the family and everything like that. So uh, he's like, "You guys coming up? What nine? Nine o'clock at night after all the stuff's over. Yeah. Have at it. Have fun. Yeah. So and then my co-host plays with them. That's uh, his brother-in-law. Oh, okay, Cody does. Yeah. So Cody and Brian, they're pretty talented musicians. I'm not. I I listen to music. <laughs> I tried. I play saxophone. Well, that's what I say. I'm just like I'm not much of a musician. And they're like, you got your voice. 
I'm like, okay. Yeah, you do have a pretty damn good voice. <laughs> I, I do my best, you know. I, I loved it when you were on the morning show there. We, yeah. we had a good time. Oh, uh, at uh, B92? Yeah. B92. That B92. was that was good times. Um, Jen Ruck's not on there anymore. No, I last I heard, um, she had a big uh, Facebook post um, describing what happened. Oh, I, I have no idea. She, you know? she got fired. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... And she, so what I understand is that there was too much, I think the Canadian trucker thing put it over the edge. Okay. I think she must have been bad-mouthing the Canadian truckers. Got a little bit of political. Yeah. And then every day, I think she was told to stop reporting the COVID numbers because she would she would report the COVID numbers yes, every morning. Did. And no one cares here in the basin. No. Let's be honest. Yeah. The basins, is, they're over it. Yeah. And had been for a long time before then. So I guess she had been asked not to. And uh-huh. and that's all I know. That's why, you know, the podcast, I don't have to report to anybody. Occasionally yeah. I get some banter from other people. And I, I have to report to if Spotify doesn't like something. Like Rogan went through his little bout with his deal. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, they're like, okay, sign this disclaimer now. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well. I'm- I mean, if you don't want to listen to me, don't listen to me. That's why I feel. I mean, you don't make any money from this. All you're doing is just, you know. Yeah. You're out speaking your mind. You're trying to be entertaining or it could be even educational. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are we doing why are we doing this i oh, will build a fire outside and we'll talk around it, you know? <laughs> let's tell some camp stories camp stories oh so you got any questions for me i mean we're over an hour oh we are oh yeah my goodness we talked way too much didn't we we're doing great. You know, we could talk forever. Yeah. I could ask you about all of the different trips that you've taken with the Felsteads. Because that's when we kind of got to know each other was back in... Belize. We went to Belize. Yeah. And had a good time. That was wonderful. That was a fun time. We had some weird people on that trip, too, and I enjoyed we, it. <laughs> we did. We did, and we... I'm and, always the weird trip. And I knew of you, uh-huh. but I didn't know you. And so that was an opportunity for us to get to know each other. Yeah. But then since then, I course followed you on facebook and i saw you know oh he's taking another trip with the felsteads yeah we and, do it they invite us all the time they want us to go to panama in january he you know he, he and i'm good for, I, I love brent and marcia great they're awesome people they're just such a great family yeah and and so there's been many times i'm like oh i'd love to go but i just i haven't and then i'll see oh quinn went yeah i gotta go and, and the funny thing is is you it's just like this podcast it becomes like a family but the people we're traveling with, we've traveled with before. Most of them are the same. They're repeat customers. Yeah. So you go and you're like, hey, you get the bills, man, that we went to Belize mm-hmm. with. I've been on a, a few of their trips with them. I just went on to Yucatan with the bills. Okay. Yeah, they're the one that like, you got to talk this pharmacy down here. <laughs> were they the ones that, I'm trying to remember which one the bills were. Um, there was the Davis couple. Oh, yeah, Brad and uh, Susie. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. didn't go on the last one with us, but they went <laughs> um, to the Dominic with us. See, it's like wrestling. Yeah. You have that community that you you you're, you do the same thing with, and so you become family. And see, we went to Peru, and then the last trip we went on, we went with a bunch of people that we went to Peru with. And then some Duchesne, some Arcadia people, and, and you know what I mean? Some Vernal people we went with, and, and you get to know a lot of people. I definitely need to make another trip. I, I want like to go to, I want to, go to Costa Rica. 
I've been there with them. That's a great trip. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. one I want to do. Um, that one's a wet trip because it's it's always raining down there. But uh, uh, we had to take like because he gets you up at like five o'clock in the morning to go see the sloths, mm-hmm. and you got to take rain gear because everything in that rainforest is wet. That's rainforest. Yeah, there in Costa Rica. Yeah, but uh, La Fortuna, it rained the whole time we were there. Really, we, we didn't. I got one day to take a picture of the volcano. You couldn't even see it because the clouds. Does it just rain at a specific time every day? No, it's it's rainy. It's, it's just like, raining all it's the like time. Hundred percent humidity. Well, hundred. So I served part of my mission in Brazil okay. on Belém on the Amazon. My uh, uh, son's fiance is Brazilian. Okay. Yeah. And what part of Brazil? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> she she actually was born there, and they moved her to Salt Lake. So, so on the Amazon, mm-hmm. it would rain during the wet season. It would rain every day at the same time. And so you knew it was coming. Kind of like the basin I wind. I don't know. Yeah. The basin. <laughs> I don't know. Does the basin wind ever go away? No, it's probably blown right now. We just don't know about it. <laughs> but uh, it, it would rain every day at the same time. And anyways, this like clockwork. It was like, here comes the storm. And you could hear it. And you could see it. It was a big wall of water. Yeah. Well, Costa Rica is sitting there on that east coast of, uh, is it the Caribbean or is it the, the land, Atlantic? Yeah. Oh, no, you're talking, yeah, the, the Gulf of Mexico. No, not the Gulf of Mexico, actually. Yeah, it is the Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get down there, um, it's almost like a peninsula that it seems like it's just in a rain cloud. The yeah, whole I mean, you got time. both sides, right? You mm-hmm. got Pacific and Atlantic, I guess. And so. Yeah. We, uh, we went up Paris Ellen. We did all kinds of things while we were there. And, and Brent, he just keeps you moving. And I think with Costa Rica, you can... Does he Does he, Does he? he move... You move to different cities each day? Yeah. So do you happen to go to the other side, to the Pacific side, or is it the Atlantic side? Which side? You're only on the ocean towards the end of it. Mm, so you start in the middle. Yeah, you start in the middle. You fly into... Man, I want to say it was uh, the song. Um, I got lots of friends in San Jose. Bah, bah, bah. San, San Jose. Jose. San Jose, Costa Rica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and is that in the inner yeah. part of the country? Yeah. And then you work your way to the uh, coast? Yeah. Okay. And That's what's fun with uh, the The buses days. are unreal. I mean, how they run and those narrow roads and everything. You've they- been on them. Are they narrow roads in Costa Rica? Oh, yeah. And the switchbacks and back and forth. Peru's the same way. Every place that I've gone with the Philsteads, you're on a bus ride that you're like, this is so sketchy. (laughs) Well, so when in Belize, we went into Guatemala and it wasn't too bad because everything was pretty. We weren't in the hills or anything like that. That was fun. Yeah. That was a blast. Tikal was one of the best places I've ever been. I've been to Machu Picchu and Tikal was great too. Was it? Yeah. So Tikal was my bucket list. Was it? Yeah. See, and Machu Picchu was mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Tikal was on my bucket list. I wanted that was the one thing that I wanted to do. And when you go to Machu Picchu, they take you to uh, a town, and it's called. Uh, I want to call it. Uh, I wanted to say lake. It's not a lake. It's a. It, it's the river that comes into it. It's Calientes, the river Calientes that comes through it. Mm-hmm. That whole town, there's not a car in town. It's all bikes? No. No bikes? Railroad comes in. That's the only way you can get into town. Oh. So they drop you off. And when you go there, you actually have to get on a 
railroad. You have five different international flights while you're there. And so travel is all walking within town. Yes. So so quiet when you're in that town. Oh yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> have any engine. It of looks anything like Park City. It sort of reminds me of really. Yeah, when you get there, but everybody's on foot. But you don't have to worry about getting hit. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, they said that they're pushing the road into it. Um, they're trying to get more tourism in there, and there's a lot of things that you can't do. Uh, you can't go up to the sacred a mountain, Waimu uh, Pichu. You can't go up there anymore. And I, you can't. No, and I got Machu Picchu. There's the other, the other Waimu, and it's the temple of the gods. You can't go up there. No, you can't go up there. Oh wow! Which I climbed it. It's like Angel's Landing. It's like is it? It's pretty. It's pretty scary, (laughs) dude. Angel's Landing sketch, dude. I went to Angel's Landing with my wife, and I stayed at Boy Scout Landing. I got up a little ways. There were so many people. I was like, I'm done. (laughs) I went to the top. She did too. And I wasn't I, going to with the people. I am so scared of heights. I am too. Heights start to make me. I I watch a movie and people are climbing and I get uh, I I can't Derek's watch this anymore. Rig. I worked Derek's on rig and I was fine. As I got older, this set in. Really? Yeah. You still you wouldn't be able to work Derek's anymore. No. The last time I went up with a cutting torch to the crown, <laughs> I told I told that tool pusher. I says you could crawl your ass up here next time. I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's so high off the ground. Yeah. I still and like it, the heights because I it gives me an adrenaline rush. Yeah. I, I hear you, but I get a tunnel. <laughs> you start looking through this tunnel, and you're like, I don't want to be here. I'm going to fall off. Ice Cave Peak. The dogs get next to me, and I'm going to fall off that sucker. Which one's that? Uh, up White Rocks. Or not oh. White Rocks. Uh, Towards I, Paradise. I have not been up there, but I've heard about it. A lot of people have told me about oh, it. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful site. Good pictures and everything i've got my mountain bike is that where there's the ice cave yeah i've been in the ice cave Uh uh-huh it's just a little bit further so you just go up and it's probably another quarter mile what is it just a drop off yeah it goes drops off into white rocks it's really not that big but when you get up there the wind's blowing and it just makes you feel like you're gonna fall Uh, and, and now we're talking lost roads mine stuff yeah i know there was a spaniard helmet found in ice cave is that what it was something really? something was found in ice cave wow there's another cave and is it up dry fork where there's a kind of a waterfall and it freezes up i don't know i haven't spent much time up dry fork i've done the flume ride on my bike that's about it which one's the what's the flume ride it's the trail that goes it's the main trail um and altitude cycle troy over there he built a trail back in so it's an actual bike trail it's amazing oh the flume i've ran it yeah you bike that thing yeah so i ran when you get to the bottom Mm -hmm. i ran from there to where the where the road we go back onto the asphalt road Mm -hmm. so i've ran that almost to the cemetery yeah okay yeah, see, that road actually is one of those that you can track back into uh, Vernal. Mm-hmm. They call it a 20-miler. But the, where does the flume trail start? Half mile up from the end of the road. Oh, okay. You, buy, you actually uh, take your bike and you pack it up. Okay. And then you hit it. We got flat tire when we did So I've pretty much ran most of yeah, that yeah, trail yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, that's what a, a fun brutal, trail. It's that a is downhill. a brutal trail. Downhill it is downhill. Trail. It is. It is, but it's still brutal because there's some uphill in it. Yeah, the Red Rocks over there, they call it the Rojo Trail. That's a fun one over there towards Red Mountain. 
Um, I'm not sure I know where that one is. Biking. I got an extra mountain bike. We should, we should probably go. I should oh. probably get in shape one Dude, I days. will kill myself on a mountain bike. I thought the same thing, but I got into it, and I got more technical than I thought. But right now, I'm out of shape. I need to get back in. And I got to watch that front <laughs> brake, or I go flying. <laughs> I don't even... I actually got rid of uh, half the sprockets on that one, so I could ride it in just one gear, because I'd get sick of it derailing and... Mm. So I just go to one. Yeah, that's true. Rocket. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Definitely. <laughs> that's been fun. Uh, heck yeah! Um, you're more than welcome anytime to come back. Uh, let's see. What else do I have to sum this up? Um, I need to promote the Salty Sex Cast 100th episode. To get tickets to the party, go to www.saltysexcast.com. Help Mariah out. Um, where can I find you? Around town, social media. Yeah, that's what I get. Uh, yeah, I'm here at the bar. <laughs> My office is uh, down by Stewart's Marketplace. That's where it's at. All right. Yeah, I don't even think we have a sign up. Oh, really? You just have to call me. <laughs> call Mark. Call Mark if you need some insurance. There you go. Uh, find us at the You Went to Basement podcast on Meta or Facebook, um, or You Went to underscore Basement. On the gram or on all major platforms for podcasts. This is episode 73. Thanks for being with us. Please spay and neuter your society <laughs> or your pets. I'm the Mighty Quinn and I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.